0: listening to the Denver Real Estate Investing Podcast, where it's all about helping you grow your Denver real estate portfolio. Here's your host, Chris Lopez.
1: Hey, everyone. Chris Lopez here. And today is another episode in a series where we interview one of the contributors to the 2020 Guide to Denver Real Estate Investing Strategies. And my guest co-host today is
0: my good buddy, Joe Massey. Joe, how's it going? Fantastic, man. Just excited to be here. One of our favorite clients here in the studio with us. Um, going to be a lot of fun today, again, talking about the 2020 uh, Denver Guide to House Hacking, uh, Real Estate Investing, uh, whatever your chosen method of investing in real estate is. Have a terrific guest in the studio today, Mr. Ben Idenspar. Could not be joined by his wife today, Allison but I know she's out there listening, so Allison, I yes. hope you're uh, going to enjoy the
2: show. But Ben, thanks so much for, <laughs> for joining us, man. I'm really excited to have you on here. I'm excited to be here. Thanks, Joe. Thanks for the, the excellent introduction.
1: Yeah, and so awesome. um, you know, you were actually just on a podcast, I think it released like two weeks ago, Ben, where we interviewed you and Allison just about the house hack you guys bought in Arvada yeah. about just over a year ago, actually, now that you guys were on operating as an Airbnb. So we'll talk about that a little bit, but I just want to... Mention out there for anyone that's looking to house act, especially if you are a guy out there with a wife or a girlfriend or fiance, definitely listen to that podcast and have your significant other listen to that one as well because uh, Ben and Allison did a great job. So, Ben, what we're going to talk about today is your investing strategy a little bit and also how you're doing in the current COVID 19 pandemic stuff. So, why don't you rewind a little bit and just give them the quick history about. Because um, I know you already owned, I think it was two rental properties before you moved to Denver here Yes, two and a half years ago. Correct. But give people the
2: quick history that got you into real estate investing and why you're in Denver. So it started back in late 2016, road trip, going to see a hockey game with a buddy, and on the way back, just talking about investing, uh, stocks, bonds, just typical investing. Then real estate got brought up, and he was like, Ben, you should t- listen to the Bigger Pockets podcast, and... I started listening to it to and from my way home from work. I had an unfortunate long, long commute early in the morning, mm-hmm. and I was hooked. I think anyone out there that can really relate to just diving into the podcast early on, really young, single at the time, wanting to wanting to make the big bucks. Yeah, it's attractive at the time. Yeah, but and that's that's how how it got started.
1: Okay. And then I know when you guys moved out to Denver, I think it was 2018 you guys moved out here or was it
2: 2017? Uh, Late 2017. Okay. Sure. So late 2017,
1: and you were with Allison at this time already, right? You guys yes. moved out together? Yep. So just give people the context here again because you guys have such a great story, and I want more couples to hear it. Thank um, you. Just like how you got you know bitten by the real estate bug. And I know you kind of yes. dragged Allison along, and now Allison is, I'd say, a partner with you in this, and she's jazzed about it as well.
2: Yeah, she loves it. So, my, I, I always knew I wanted to get into real estate, and I kind of fell into the accidental landlord term, where I bought, bought a, what I thought in Nebraska would be my, my, long, my long-term, uh, build a family in, and then I got a call up to Denver working uh, a promotion internally through my company and we moved out here and then we we're in the competitive Denver real estate market and in my back so we rented for about a year and in my mind I'm like I don't I don't want to pay for somebody else's mortgage and mm-hmm. it ate away it ate away at me every month every month we went squared away did bills I saw my money zero return back and you it, like actually bug you when you
1: wrote the check every month
2: <sighs> Yes yes <laughs> cuz it's zero like it's just it's I don't. It was just a big pet peeve of mine, and I and I thought like, this is this guy's doing what I should be doing right now, and (laughs) and this guy or girl, sorry, is doing what I should be doing, and it's and it's killing me. And then I read the book. uh, It was a couple years ago, so I don't remember the exacts. But Set for Light for Scott Transworld. Oh yeah, that's a great book. Yes, that's where it really dove into your uh, uh, realistic financial foundation to um get into real estate investing easy. Mm-hmm. Well not easy, but achievable. Yeah. And then um creating excellent wealth. And then I started diving into house hacking. And then that's when I went on bigger pockets, which everyone should go on bigger pockets. If you have any question out there, it's on there. Yep. And it literally a name, is a name <laughs> a name came up that went by the name of I think Chris Lopez. And so I met when I met up with him. I heard I read a few things. I heard he knows a little bit about house hacking. Mm-hmm. And uh um Allison was not on board with house hacking. She's not on board. Yeah. I and I'm because at first it was just you and I connected and we correct. Met. Yeah. Correct. And so she wasn't on board. And I I did my best over dinner, like, hey, check it out. Look at what we can do together. This yeah. Be look great. at how much money we could make. Look at how much money. And it was, I like I was I was putting the numbers down and it always ended up in and fail. It just it didn't work out, and I I I know when to give up, and so I'd give up. And then I I don't remember when, but then I got her to go to one of your house hacking seminars, and after that, she was like, Ben, that's that's aw-. like I'm all in. I'm she all. She's probably
1: like, why didn't you mention, mention this before, right? Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: How come you ben, never brought this have up? Have you heard of house hacking before? <laughs> right. Let's do it. And and what she liked was if you uh, when she met Chris. And, and everyone, everyone out there, like there's when you, th- when I, th- when I, before this, when I think of a, a, a realtor, I think of a guy getting out on, in his Mercedes and that just got done with brunch or something or whatever it may be. But, but Chris is just a real person, just got done shoveling his neighbor's driveway in a flannel, just showing me house hacks and, or show me properties. And, and you're a real person that proved that like anyone can do it. And, and it, it, it's achievable and it can be done. It just it just takes work and and a little bit of sacrifice.
1: So very, I say very well said. So I want to pivot from here because I'm gonna I'm gonna give that plug back into the interview we just did a few weeks ago with with you and Allison for mm-hmm. all the details on your your full journey, the numbers on there, how you guys work as a team because I think that's a great thing where yep. you know you you have your strengths. She has her strengths, and you guys play to it.
2: Her strengths and my strengths. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: And you guys do, a v- but you're a great partnership. And Excellent. you do very well on, Air- on Airbnb. But let's go back, since, you know the whole point of this book with the uh, guide to Denver Real Estate Investing Strategies. It's for getting people to, you know, kind of actually sit down and put their goals on paper. Mm-hmm. So that way it's committed, and they can also network with other people. So... Hopefully, I'm not putting you in the spot here, but can you summarize kind of what your next few years' worth of plans are for real estate investing? You know, short-term, medium-term goals. Just kind of share with everyone what, mm-hmm. your, what your plans are.
2: Yes, and I'm glad that we're doing this now because I believe my wife and I do We do it uh, twice a year. We do it in the middle of the year, and at the end of the year, re- we look over our financials and see what type of financial position we're in to get another investment property. And so this, I would say this these – the Everything with COVID kind of threw it off, but these are still similar. Our goal um, is between, I would say, starting 2021, we're in the financial position to get another one, but I would like to wait and be more on the conservative side to build up my savings um, for uh, another house hack down the road and turn our current one into a long-term property, long-term rental. And we did talk about this last... On our interview, and there's so many different uh, options I have to turn my my current property into a rental. I can do long term on the top and long term on the bottom because it's. So me, a, yeah, I'm gonna Oh, give, sorry, yeah.
1: Give give the or, so you got you got a three bedroom, two bathroom main ranch house. Correct. And then you got you know an attached garage. Yep. And if you go out the exterior of the garage, out back, you have a mm-hmm. separate entrance that goes up into a one bedroom, one bathroom. Unit above the garage, Correct. you know, with a with a kitchenette in
2: there or yep. full kitchen. It's a small well, kitchen. This is a kitchenette, one bedroom, one bath. Yeah, and that's that we. We um, currently currently, Airbnb. Did, currently we're Airbnb and now we're uh, doing uh, short term short term three month furnished lease right now. Right, um, but we have so many options to where if we want to continue down the um, the the short term route, I could reach out to maybe an eager investor that was someone like me early on that really wanted to dip my toes into see what real estate investing and maybe property management was like and work a deal with them where they could manage the Airbnb. Mm-hmm. Well not manage the Airbnb, but see what it's like living with tenants and we'd be kind of co co-hosts. Yeah. to make it work. So then I still I'm still working, it's a win-win situation. They're getting a discounted rent and I'm getting more income because I'm still Airbnb in it. Right. Or flip it around. And have someone up top and then maybe rent out i could even rent out rent out room by room but there's a lot of different options which i love and i'm can i i want to you're also
1: playing by the rules though too because you'll have the primary occupant of the house doesn't have to be the yes, owner that's very important but the primary, primary occupant occupant mm-hmm. in the house so that could be your tenant in there running the airbnb yes and you guys do some type of profit share on there yes that's, that is that's that fully is appropriate yeah.
0: fully legal I like that. That's very yeah. smart. Yeah. We, we talk to a lot of people that are constantly trying to skirt the rules on no, Airbnb. It's, it's like, it. please just follow the rules. Yeah. So the
2: rules are there. Just follow the rules. So this is great. I love I mean, this. You can you can always do it for s- so long and kind of skim and avoid everything, but everything everything's great until your plan hits a fan. Right. Everything's <laughs> then, great until
0: it's not great. Right? Yeah, that's exactly what I was about
2: to say. <laughs> yeah. And so it's just not worth It's just not worth it. Plan, uh, Doing your due diligence, knowing what your your city code your law, the laws are, and luckily, our VAT is very very easy, very progressive, yeah. and so. Um, but still, trying to follow by the rules, and so that's our that's our plan is is just is just another 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 investment property um, in twenty twenty one, and then in, increasing. Let me. Uh, I'm, I got a question down, for you pay
1: um going back to that option you talked about, you know, hey, you might rent it out long term or you might put a tenant in there and do some Airbnb yep. profit share. Have you cuz I know you said you're getting about you know netting right around like $2,000 a month for the the one unit upstairs, you know, pre-covid anyway. Pre-covid um, yes, pre-covid um, yeah, Airbnb pre-COVID. is about 2,000 a month. Um if you did the main house, do you know what you'd be netting again, pre-covid numbers? Because I imagine if, if you put a tent in that smaller unit and the Airbnb the bigger unit, the house, you'd probably make a lot more cash flow.
2: So if we if we ran it out room by room or if we ran out room by room, like if we did room by room Airbnb or we did the whole entire thing Airbnb. is I'm asking like, like – Let's uh, do the whole clarify. thing. Yeah, the, like the whole, the whole the – the, the main house. main yeah. house, Airbnb. Airbnb. So I would guess we could get it. Maybe 175 a night. And let's say I always like being about ten percent below what our competition is. Um and we would get about I'd say eighty-five percent occupancy rate. Wow. So everybody that's wondering out there, this is so good.
0: 85% occupancy is a great number, but how does he arrive at that? By being 10% less than the competition. That's the key that I got out of that whole sentence right there. If I'm running the Airbnb, I which I'm not, but now if I decide to run one, I got the tip. That's the secret sauce. Be 10% less than your competition. Anyways, yes. go ahead. That's great. So
2: but it's a good thing is knowing your competition and knowing what's out there. So if if I'm if it's Wednesday, and we're coming up on a weekend and we're empty. If I look at all the um if I look at all the similar places and they're all full, I know that that someone eventually is going to be looking to get a private one bedroom, one bath to stay in that weekend. So I can increase my rents, my rates a little bit higher because I know eventually someone's going to be looking. But if I notice all four or five of my competition is still empty, then I got to go a little bit below because I have more competition. And, right. and being full, once once I get past that point of return, I can't make that money. And I, I distinctly remember when we spoke a few months ago, you're like, it's similar to airlines. Yep. Once that plane takes off, they can't... Can't get that yeah, seat back. They can't take that seat back. So yep. even if it doesn't matter, as long as it's full and you're getting the reviews and you're maintaining um, uh, super host status. Yeah, like, and, like the power of status or whatever Yeah, it is, and host. it's just like, uh, the more more traffic you get, the more you come up, like, so let's say you Google search best dinner restaurants and and people pay a little bit more there's an algorithm to show up higher and higher it's the same with airbnb is if you're if if you're viewed a lot you start to go up there and then you start to get super host status it just it works your way up and you get more attention and you can also look which allison does an excellent job at every day looking at our current views to see whether or if people are looking to stay people are looking to travel or if just people are Daydreaming during COVID, stuck at home. Right, right. It's that old adage,
0: right? The rich get richer. If you're at the top, it's easier to to keep moving up, right? Yeah. If you're at the yeah. bottom, you've got to really take extra strides to move up. Yeah. So that's cool. I like that. So have you guys
1: decided? Are you leaning towards, you know, doing a, a tenant and doing like a, having a tenant to short-term rentals, you may, or are you just thinking more like, hey, just traditional long-term?
2: It depends where we're at in our family uh, with okay. our family that time it and it all depends and um, I don't have an answer for that I just kind of see that's it, totally we, fair what you're expecting yeah I'd like to talk to Allison about that first. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's well, that's that's a smart husband. We have her on the line here. <laughs> it's like one of, those, one of those surprise radio shows. Well, as a matter of fact, here she is. Um, I think that's Found great. a friend.
2: Right. For right. wife. Now, how many properties do you have right now? You have your property in Nebraska, and then you have the property here in Nevada. Do you have any others? So it's it's funny that right now I'm in the process of, I did have a duplex where I went 50-50 on a partner in, in Nebraska, but we just sold that and we're 1031 exchanging it into a property that uh, we are closing. Uh, is tomorrow the first?
0: Uh, me, two days. Wednesday. Two days. Tuesday, yeah. Two days. We're
2: closing in two days. Oh, right. what are you buying? Like yes. just what's, a, the, what's the trade-up? It's uh, So it, it's, it's. I wouldn't say it's a trade-up. It's less headache because we're both growing and we want less headache. It's just a, a larger, more single family in a nicer spa, part of town. With It's not downtown next to... Or you're keeping it in Nebraska. It's here? in Nebraska. Okay. So our duplex was in, um, was in downtown Nebraska, right next to like the Creighton Hospital, the University of Nebraska Medical Center, and it was it was in an older area, but but it was there's was a lot of work and a lot of maintenance and a lot of just a lot of headache.
0: An older home yes.
2: comes with all those things. Yes, it absolutely does. And so we wanted to go to more of the. The western part of Omaha is the newer area with the newer schools, and and now we're going for more professional fam- like professional young couples or families even that aren't going to move every year. We're going to get more long term tenants, Great. newer house that was built in the '90s, under five thousand renovation. Just it's it fits our financial goals right now of not of of be and even uh getting a property manager and having it having it operate on its own can i the systems in place can i ask like what's the just like the gross rent your your duplex did was, bring in did bring in uh about 1950. About 1950
1: what's the uh single family a, home
2: gonna bring in uh hopefully 1850. 18 to 1850.
1: okay so your income will be about the same but it's more a trip paid. Hey, you're just going for much a better asset, less headache, and better
0: location. Mm-hmm.
2: Yep, yeah. and a little bit more expensive. But we're ten thirty-one, so we're able to roll our profits into the, into the down payment. Yep.
0: You know what I love, and I preach this all the time: is know your criteria for what you want, and you hit that the nail in the head. You wanted a nicer, a newer, nicer property with less headache, similar cash flow, and less than five thousand dollars in renovation. I'll bet it was not a difficult search. It might have taken some time, but you didn't have to search, you didn't have to kiss a bunch of frogs to find the prints, right? Like this was, hey, we know exactly what we're looking for. We see this on the MLS. It's totally busted. I'm not even going to bother clicking on it. You were able to quickly screen out and find the 5, 10, 15, 20 properties that you wanted to look at by having that clear criteria. I love that. That's, that's something that we talk about all the time in every class. Um, it's one of the things that I love seeing about somebody that's got a handful of properties under their belt. That is an indicator that you're going to continue to be successful. And
1: He rattled off those bullet points, those three or four bullet points, just boom, 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 which right. is great. That's and
0: perfect.
2: That, yeah. We seriously appreciate it. I
0: bet your realtor All in Omaha loves you. Uh,
2: yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's yes. probably listening. Yes. So, um, that's great. And the one thing is that you, I wanted to touch on on that topic is inventory. Mm-hmm. You see, kind of going back to the house hacking, everyone is always like, oh, I so I can't find any multi-units, multi-units. But like, if you look at the the inventory of multi-units out, out there, whether it's in Omaha, Omaha is is crazy going up, just like mm-hmm. Denver is. There isn't much inventory, but if you look at three-bedroom, two-bath, four-bedroom, two-bath, the inventory, you have a lot more to choose from. Right. right. So it's then similar multi, dynamics to the yeah, then multi, Yeah, then, then multi-units because you have everybody and their brother wanting to buy a duplex- triplex quad. Right. We have a tendency to put our blinders on, right? I only want this type
0: of property. Meanwhile, there's a smoke and deal like right here outside your view, yeah. but you don't see it because you're so focused on it has to be a multi-unit and there's a condo or there's a single family with an ADU that is way better than this multi-unit that's inside your view, right? I
2: think we get our blinders on. That's such a great point. And everybody's financial, everyone's personal, like, position is different and what they what their financial goals in in real estate investing because real estate investing in my opinion is like okay let's talk about construction construction there's plumbing electrical concrete structural it, it's so vague it's so just a term is construction but real estate investing um you get wholesaling flipping house hacking long long term or long-term, uh, long-term and holds it's it's so it's any way you can do it and whatever fits your position. And Yeah. I
0: love it. I love it. So you're going to buy one more property in 2021. Correct. What's the long term? Tell us about your strategy. You want to own five properties, 10 properties, 100 properties.
2: There's a, there's, that's, that's an unknown number right now. Okay. That's Um, a fair answer. It, it, I, I, I want to keep going. um, But it just, I'm not, a single guy in college, I just want to. Con- I I will looking to have a family soon, and mm-hmm. and it it can be challenging. So, and I, I'm very fortunate that I was able to f- convince my wife to be on board with house hacking. So, mm-hmm. we're we're doing one more. I would like to do two or three more, but it's huh? whatever fits our goals and yeah. and um and some work working together. Because if if we I can find a, a property with a nice large. Master, master bedroom, master bath, a nice place that we can still house hack and still reach, meet our financial criteria, then it's a win-win for both, for both people.
0: So I love this. I'm gonna have a question for both of you guys. So you have three properties right now, your current house, the house in Nebraska, plus this other one you're closing on. So you're gonna have a total of three. Correct. Okay. And then you wanna buy one more. And Correct. so let's assume you buy one more and you never buy another property. So let's pause there for a second. I'd be just fine with that too. Chris, if your grandparents, when they retired, if they would have had one property paid off, free and clear, generating $1,000 a month in cash flow, would that have made an impact on their life? Uh, I think it would have. I think so, too. Yeah. So, Ben, if you, have, you buy one more and you stop... And you do nothing but just make payments on these four properties for the next 30 years. And at the end of 30 years, you have these four properties paid off free and clear. Now, they're probably going to be generating a lot more than $1,000. Absolutely. But for argument's sake, let's just say it's $1,000 a month. These four properties are now going to generate $4,000 a month. Do you think that's going to make a positive impact on your life? Yes. I think so, Absolutely. too. Absolutely. 100%. It, and it doesn't have to be a million properties, 100 properties, four Right. Which is what I love that you're like, hey, you know what? I might buy one. I might buy two or three more. But you know that those are gonna make a positive impact on your life, the life of your spouse, the life of your children. It's gonna give a positive impact financially mm-hmm. long term without a ton
2: of risk. I think this is a great strategy. I love it. Thank you. And I mean, right now in my mind, I think I've won because we're we're doing my goal isn't it's, it's I have a I have a house in Denver in a competitive market and a mortgage that's less than $500 a month. I mean, that's great people. It's, it, it's not, Oh, it's not. My rent doesn't cover my mortgage hundred percent, but how many people can say that they pay $500 a month for a four bedroom, three bath house. I rented in college 20 years ago. Uh,
0: one bedroom that I shared with two other guys. I didn't share the bedroom, but it was a three-bedroom house, and my rent for my one bedroom was three hundred dollars a month. All right, that was twenty years ago, and I haven't seen the inside of your home, but I can assure you it's nicer than my college apartment that I shared with my buddies. And so, for you to be able to do that for five hundred dollars a month, I think that's just outstanding. I love it.
2: Yeah, I and love it, it. It's a very conservative approach, I believe. Is that I, wanna, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to out. Buy, I can chew by just buying just buy investment properties 20% down, slowly do it and, and not ex- expose myself to, to who knows, you know. So I love this.
0: This is, this is great. So I want to ask one more question as we're wrapping up here. And Chris, if you have another question, you can cut me off. But Ben, what is the number one piece of advice? If I'm a new person, don't own any properties, thinking about buying my first investment property, my first house hack, my first whatever real estate investment, one piece of advice that you would give to a new person? Just one? Besides using Chris and Joe for the real um, estate and for the loan. So, so the
2: second piece of advice you would give <laughs> Mine would be set goals and set manageable, uh, measurable goals and don't give up. And don't, so once you get that bug, you're, you're all, you're. I'm doing this, I love this. You don't do that today, tomorrow that bug gets cut in half. And then you don't then as a then the next day it, that half gets cut in half and the le- the longer you put it off, the least likely you're going to gonna do it. So you listen to a podcast, you like, "Oh, this guy did it and he got his wife on board. I'll ta- I'll shoot him an email 2 weeks from now." Don't like do it now. You know what I, love I mean? That. Not, I'm not saying don't reach out to me now, but right, uh, but right. whatever your Whatever you want, take action. And you're gonna run into problems. It's not easy, but what I've learned is you you learn through your problems. You're gonna run into things. Things aren't going to go smooth, but that's part of if it was easy, everyone would do it. It's just you gotta learn, learn from your mistakes and move forward and just enjoy it. I love Enjoy
0: it. it. That is that is great advice, man. Set goals and and take action. It's something you listen to a podcast, you listen to something, and it inspires you. Don't put it off. That oh, I'll do this when I'm not busy. Guess what? You're always going to be busy. It's never <laughs> it's never convenient to buy real estate. It's like having a baby and taking a vacation and being sick. It's never convenient. You just have to do it. Buying real estate, buying your first property, your first investment. There's there's never going to be the perfect time. Just yep. do it.
1: Don't actually. That was that's a great tip there, and I'm curious if you can remember this, but I'm sure when he came out here and he had a plan on doing something, hey, i will do this, this and this. Then he took action. You know, and my in what happens to me is I got my plan and I have reality and they often start at the same point, but when you, you know, start going out a few weeks, my plan and reality start diverging. Yeah. I, I'm kinda curious if you saw a big divergence between your yes, plan and reality.
2: Yes. Okay. We closed on our house and I didn't even know what, what I, I I knew conservatively. I here's I can, I can live in this mother-in-law suite and rent out um, all three rooms or I can Airbnb it. And I, so I didn't even know what my plan was for this house. I had multiple ideas that would, that would fit our financial goals. But until then when we closed on, then we started looking into diving in numbers, looking into Airbnb, looking into AirDNA, which I highly recommend. Excellent golf. So don't reinvent the wheel. Someone's already doing the work for you. Oh, yeah. You.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, is, is, I, it, it changes because when I, when I, when we closed on our place, I still was trying to figure out what worked best for us and kind of going, going off on a tangent, just like my strategies. But, uh, um, I, I, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> I, I, I completely lost my train of thought. You have
0: a plan. Right. And the best laid plan goes awry within the first five minutes. But if you don't have a plan, you're really going to be in Mm -hmm. trouble. Right. So I I think that is so critical. It was Eisenhower, right? He said uh, things rarely go according to plan, but failing to plan is planning to fail. Right, you have to make a plan. Even I though I have no idea who made that quote, or who said that quote? That's Joe Massey, circa yeah. 2020. But yeah, that's original. It sounds right. <laughs> I want to do one more
2: quote on that. And yeah. Mike Tyson: Everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face. That's right.
0: Now that's that one I do know. That's one of my favorites. I think yeah. it's great, man. You guys are doing awesome. Your investing strategy. I read through the book. I love it. I think it's just just fantastic. I'm excited to see what you and Allison do, excited to see where you keep yeah. going. And and like you said, man, you could buy one more property. You're not gonna be set for life tomorrow, but that is gonna make a huge impact years, decades down the road for you, your wife, your children. Um, I love it, man. I think you're on Thank an you. awesome track. Yeah.
1: And I I agree. I think so many, you know, so many people forget, hey, you know, we call pay, we buy property now, buy property. I mean, if you plan over 20 years, like Great, An extra five thousand dollars a month of retirement, it's a lot of money when it comes time to retire, yeah. Like, it's a lot of money that's just passive cash flow coming in. That shows Andrew's doing it, yeah. It's
2: yeah. no, it's not a get rich quick, but it over time it makes it work, it works out, yeah. Cool, awesome,
1: Ben. Well, I appreciate you coming down, recording this with us. And while I have you live, are you gonna write a chapter for 2021 book as well?
2: Yes, Alice and I will write a chapter.
1: Ooh, all right, great great all right so you announced me in 2021 yes ben thank you joe thank you of course thanks for having me and again if you guys want to uh, get more details on ben's house hack listen to the episode we'll make a note of it in the show notes or just look for it on the uh, podcast feed it's uh it'll say arvada house hack airbnb something like that in the title um if you got questions, reach out to Ben. He's a wealth of knowledge. He's happy to network and chat. He was actually talking earlier before it recorded, doing some like house hacking masterminds. Yes. So if you guys out there are interested in connecting, I would definitely put Benny list to go out there and connect with because he's a networker. He's got some knowledge and he's happy to share it.
2: Thank you, Chris. Thank great. you, Joe.
1: Thanks
0: for coming, Ben. It's great Thank to you. see you, man.